discipline is the highest form of self-care. It is the most love you could show yourself to impose discipline and to hold yourself to a level of discipline. The way that I often uh, describe it is this idea of having either a carrot or a stick. You know, when you look at something in front of you, do you need to follow the carrot to move forward with that discipline? Or do you need the stick of being, you know, given a smack and being given a, you know, given a push that that's what's going to push you and keep you motivated and keep you focused on the discipline that you require. So pick one area that you want to increase the level of discipline. For me, it's getting up early in the morning. For you, it might be making sure that you exercise at a certain time of day for you it might be about the nutrition or the or the water or the hydration your discipline must might be I, I must drink three four liters of water every single day for the next seven days but pick something that you know that you can win at know that something that you can achieve know that something at the end of that you know seven days or ten days however that long that period is you set yourself because it's your goal it's your discipline and it's one a muscle and a skill that you can build and maintain and roll into every other area of your life. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Welcome to a new season of podcast episodes of personal and business coaching topics and techniques around the three pillars of HEW, health, excellence, and wealth. HEW is introducing guests to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur show based on their own personal experiences. A full real-life account of trials and tribulations of what it takes. Hello and welcome back to the HEW podcast. My name is Lauren Brady and I am your solo host for today's episode. So if you've picked this episode, first of all, I'm really glad that you read the title and description and didn't avoid we're talking today all about discipline. So I'm hoping that if you're here with me having this conversation, you either want to understand more about discipline, you want to gain some more for yourself, or you want to strengthen the discipline that you already have. So discipline is up there with other words like willpower and motivation, where often conversations happen where people say I either have it or I don't, or I have a finite amount of it, or it's something that eludes them. So where I stand, I'm going to put myself my uh, my fork in the ground here firmly at the start of this conversation is I do believe discipline is a skill and it's a skill that we can build on. It's a skill that we can hone. It's a skill that we can develop and definitely one that we can strengthen. So I'm going to dive straight in and I've got five, six points um, that I view around discipline and how it works for me in my life and how I have this discussion with clients um, in workshops and one-on-one. So the first thing is when you hear the word discipline or when you look at it, do you think of it as a positive or a negative? So I did a quick little Google search uh, earlier on and I looked at what comes up when you talk about discipline and the first thing that it throws up is discipline in relation to children and in, t- in terms of obedience and discipline when some when something has gone wrong so to, to discipline someone or an individual or a child or whoever it may be is to hold them accountable and to give them um, a consequence for when things are negative. And I think that's a, a great way to start the conversation because so many of us, when we think of discipline, we just think of it as a negative rather than a positive. The other way to think about discipline is um, it's a you know it's a subject matter. So what discipline of law that you may be studying? You know the discipline of science. You know it's it's an area of knowledge as such. But most of the time, the first thing we think of is if we think of discipline, we think of it as something's happened, there's been a negative, and this is a consequence of 
a problematic action versus if we reframe that and look at discipline as a positive in our lives and a discipline that we can we can stick to and that we can keep to and a discipline that helps us achieve what it is that we're looking to achieve whether it be a small goal a massive project or anything in between so the first thing i would look at when i'm having this debating myself about do i want to increase my discipline do i understand what discipline it is ask yourself that honest question if discipline for you is only a negative you're going to find yourself repelling against it you're going to find yourself having internal thoughts which then affects your emotion and your behavior and your actions and everything that comes off that that it just becomes a negative i don't want to be disciplined i don't want to instill more discipline i don't want to work on my discipline because it's only a negative so first things first i hope there's some people who when you hear discipline, you think of it positively and you go, I'm really glad that I've applied that discipline or I have discipline in my life or in that area or in that skill set. OK, the second thing about discipline is, is to have a look at who is imposing it. So if we carry on on that theme from thinking of ourselves as children or thinking if, if there's any parents um, listening to this and you might be thinking of how you impose discipline on people around you. So there's three areas here that I would look at in terms of who's imposing the discipline. First of all, it could be absolutely no one. So most of us here are adults, I hope, and I'm guessing. And if you are in this space and part of our community, you're either self-employed, you're an entrepreneur building something, or you're a personality who wants to create and, and, and achieve and build big things. So often the biggest problem that we find when we start this conversation with our clients is that there is literally no one who's imposing discipline within your life or within your business or within your working structure. The other option here, obviously, is that there's someone else imposing the discipline. So whether that be a, a boss, whether it be a client, whether it be a coach, whether it be a partner, whoever it may be. But when you have someone else imposing discipline on your life, again, I bring us back to that original conversation of is it, is it a positive or is it a negative? If someone else has to implement and has to hold us to a discipline, is that getting the result and, and becoming a positive action? Or the third person, obviously, who can impose discipline on us is ourselves. OK, so I've seen a fantastic quote pop up a few days ago. And there's a few words in there that, that I don't tend to use that much, but I, I'm going to tell you what it says. It says discipline is the highest form of self-care. It is the most love you could show yourself to impose discipline and to hold yourself to a level of discipline. And those words, like I say, don't always go hand in hand, self-care, self-love and discipline. You're like, really? Are those, do, those, do those fit and do those mold together? But what it means is when you ignore your current pleasure, your, your current trigger or your current temptation, because you have a goal and you want to make sure that you keep your discipline because of the bigger rewards that are in sight, it's the loveliest thing you can do for yourself. And when I read that, I was like, yes, that resonates with me. And I totally it was like nodding and getting getting behind the quote, because if you look at who is imposing discipline for you, as we said, whether it's an absolute no one and there's no one there who's holding you accountable, who's, you know, who's keeping you on track to the goal that you've set, whether it be someone else, do you then end up you know, rebelling? Is there a case of when they're not looking or when they don't have their eye on you? Or, you know, you know, we have a situation um, often when we start working with clients, we have a check-in situation. So maybe the first few weeks or maybe a little bit longer, depending on the individual, we set, we outline the goal, we outline the strategy, we know what actions that, you know, they want to take to achieve that. 
And then I'm like, check back in with me as your coach. Let me know how you're getting on. Let me know what you're winning at. Let me know where you're getting stuck. Let me know, you know, where is it you need more help and more guidance, reframing or taking different actions. But it's a level of discipline that some people, when they start that process, can really struggle with. And again, I put it back to when we're entrepreneurs, when we're business owners, often we've gone down this line because we want to do great things, but also because we want to we want to play our own tune. We want to dance to our own drum. We don't want lots of people telling us what to do or put, you know, having control over our decisions or our lives or our outcome. But reframe that in terms of discipline and go, do I need somebody to hold me accountable to the discipline that I've set out? Or do I really need to look at it and go, I am an individual. I am an adult. I am a business owner. I am someone with a goal. I am someone with a vision. And I need to impose that discipline on myself. So maybe it's a mix of, you know, of both at the moment. Maybe having that discipline being in the hands of somebody else will help that ball get rolling and help everything get started but the goal is obviously to get to the point where you are the person who has the goal who has the discipline who has all of the actions in place to keep going towards it okay next point on this is getting to know yourself so rolling on from whether you need someone else to impose discipline or whether it's something you can do yourself everybody's different everybody's different and at different stages of our lives and at different stages of our businesses we may need something different you know one of the things that I'm always very impressed with is when I see people who are extremely successful in their lane so the the one I'm thinking here at the moment is of you know someone who's in the sports arena or someone who's in the personal training or the fitness or the well-being arena and I watch them when they then employ or hire a coach And in my mind, that used to really confuse me. I'm like, surely they know all the physiological stuff. They know the psychology behind it. They know what program or plan they need to be following. But, you know, I work with a great trainer who's an ultramarathon runner. And he, you know, only started running ultramarathons maybe about 18 months, two years ago. And from getting to know him and getting to see his accountability and his discipline online, he has someone who coaches him to be an ultra runner. He's like, I've never done it before. I've, you know, I, I understand how to do strength and conditioning. I understand how to build muscle. I understand how to lose fat. But, you know, my area was not ultra marathon running. So he's got this fantastic team around him now. And he's just completed this weekend a self-supported 100 kilometer run a race so he was meant to be doing it in a structured environment but obviously with the way everything's changed at the moment with lockdown and um, the virus around the world he's done a self-supported 100 kilometer run his discipline that was needed to train for that and to complete that is huge but what he knew about himself is his internal discipline was very very strong but to get the ball rolling he did have to bring a third party in and he did have to understand you know I need someone who's not just going to educate me train me you know motivate me all of those lovely things but the discipline of having someone next to me really got me started and got that journey moving much much quicker and to a much more positive outcome as much sooner than he could have uh, could have hoped so with that in mind think about it do you know yourself is it something for you that you need to have the pleasure of a goal or the pain of a consequence to motivate you and to push you to take action with your discipline the way that I often describe it is this idea of having either a carrot or a stick. You know, when you look at something in front of you, do you need to follow the carrot to move forward with that discipline? Or do you need the stick of being, you know, given a smack and being given a, you know, given a push that that's what's going to push you and keep you motivated and keep you focused on the discipline that you require? Okay, moving on from that point number four, what is the consequence then of having poor discipline or having no discipline or having, you know, 
discipline that goes up and down, which, which kind of takes away from the word discipline as a whole. But let's go with it. Is that the consequence of having no discipline is totally at your door. So I can only go from my own experience. I know when my discipline is weak and when I wane from my structure, my routine and the habits that I know bring me happiness, that I know bring me success, that I know move me forward to where it is I want to go. For me, it always results in stress. It results in overwhelm. It results in having um, a, a high level of procrastination because if I'm disciplined, I'm on the plan. And if I'm disciplined, I'm taking action. So kind of to divert off a little bit here, but when we're stressed um, without going down too much of a, a data and a scientific route, a very simple way to understand stress is if we have too many options. So if you think back to when we you know, only had option one or option two, there's not much room for debate or there's not much room for overthinking because you can either go right or left. You can take option one and option two. So stress is very low when we don't have lots of options. How does that relate to our discipline? Well, if we are disciplined, for example, with our routine, we know what time we're getting up. We know what our actions are. We know what we need to get done first thing. We know what then has to come after that. We know what our responsibilities are to other people. We know where we need to be for our teams. We know where we need to be for ourselves. We know where we need to be for our family. And instead of getting distracted and, you know, kind of moving around from, you know, pillar to post and kind of, you know, batting around without a plan and a bit like a headless chicken. If we maintain our discipline and if we do the things, not that at that very point that we feel like doing, not at that point that give us instant pleasure, but as we said there back at the beginning is we ignore the current pleasure or the, the current thing that you know we want to be pulled towards because we know that if we stick to our discipline, there is bigger rewards. So the consequence of no discipline can very often be stress. It can be having too many options. Whereas if we implement the discipline in our routine, in our habits, in our agenda, in our priorities, then stress dissipates. The options become much less because we are disciplined and we are focused. So if you're kind of listening here and thinking, I think my discipline is relatively good and I think I hold my help myself to my discipline. Maybe I have other people who help with that. But if you can find yourself at different points when your stress level rises, your procrastination rises, look back and go, am I being disciplined or is that a point that is that the anchor point that I focus in on that will then eradicate the stress and the procrastination from there? OK, last point on this. I'm, I alluded to it at the very start, but for me. Discipline is 100% a skill. It's not something that you either have or you don't have. It's not something you're born with. It's not something, you know, that is gifted or sprinkled on other people. And I think this is where so many of us can be really hard on ourselves. We can often have that conversation and that negative self-talk, which is, I just don't have that discipline. They have that. It's okay for them. But look how disciplined they are. Look how well they stick to that. I can't ever stick to a strategy. I can't stick to a plan. I can't stick to a goal. And having all of that negative self-talk in our head, again, think about that stress. Think about that overwhelm. Think about all those options of negatives you've given yourself and you've just talked yourself out of it before you even get started. Here's the thing that when, when it was explained to me in this manner a few years ago, I kind of thought the person was being a bit sarcastic and a bit tongue in cheek. But when I got my head around it, I'm like, oh my God, what a good way for me to think about it. If you're sat here at the moment and you're thinking, I just don't have that discipline, Lauren. I don't have the discipline to get up at 5, 6 a.m. I don't have the discipline to exercise daily. I don't have the discipline to do the tasks that I hate doing, but I know that need doing. And I know that's what my business actually needs. You are disciplined, but you're disciplined in a way that's negative. So think about all the things that you do 
over and over again consistently. Are you a disciplined people pleaser? Are you a disciplined avoider? Are you a disciplined app or phone scroller? Because when you think about it, it takes quite a lot of discipline to avoid doing shit that you don't want to do or that you know needs to be done. It takes quite a lot of discipline to stay scrolling and spectating and looking and looking at everybody else's moves and their lives and their businesses while you sit and spectate. Because the reason I, I say that takes a lot of discipline is because it sucks and it hurts and it doesn't get us anywhere and it feels shit. So that if you are thinking to yourself, I don't have any discipline at all, I would, I would challenge you massively to reframe that and go, you do have discipline, but you are disciplined at the moment towards the negative and you are disciplined at the moment towards inaction and you're disciplined at the moment to not getting what you want. So if you already have that muscle and if you already have that skill, what we need to do now is we need to change it. We need to reframe it. We need to turn the direction of it and change it so you use that discipline as a positive and you use that discipline for what 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 it is that you want to create and what it is that you want to achieve. I'll leave you with a couple of, 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 of tiny tips. Number one, start with one thing. So I, I'm aware in lockdown, my habits and my routines have adapted because I don't have any travel time. I'm not traveling to the gym. I'm not traveling to clients. I'm not traveling to any of our offices. Um, so it's meant for me that my wake up time has just got later and later and later. It hasn't caused me any problems, but it's just not something that I want to maintain or I want to continue. So I've just picked one thing this week and I've gone pretty harsh on it so during lockdown my normal wake up and get up time is between 6 and 6 30 so instead of doing that you know just put it back 15 minutes one day put it back 15 minutes another day I'm like just no sod it Lauren prior to the world coming to a halt as it has done in the last few months I have I my alarm went off at 5 a.m and it did do no matter where I was going it didn't matter whether I was getting on a train a plane for business whether I was training that morning or whether I was reading or doing my own personal development my alarm went off at 5 a.m. And then I had that discipline the whole way through my working week. And to be honest, most weekends as well, I'd often get up, do an hour or two, maybe then make coffee and breakfast and bring it back to bed, uh, you know, and have a little bit of time reading from, you know, seven, eight o'clock onwards. But that discipline of waking up early and being in charge of my day and getting started when the rest of the world and other business owners and everyone around me was still asleep, that gave me the biggest kick because it meant that I was in control of the discipline for everything that, 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 that came after it. So my tip is pick one thing. We, we see this time and time again with clients, uh, with ourselves, is that when we try and increase a skill, we then try and in increase 15 other skills at the same time. And it's just impossible for us to do everything at once. So pick one area that you want to increase the level of discipline. For me, it's getting up early in the morning. For you, it might be making sure that you exercise at a certain time of day. For you, it might be about the nutrition or the, or the water or the hydration. Your discipline must, might be, I, I must drink three, four liters of water every single day for the next seven days but pick something that you know that you can win at know that something that you can achieve know that something at the end of that you know seven days or ten days however that long that period is you set yourself because it's your goal it's your discipline and it's one a muscle and a skill that you can build and maintain and roll into every other area of your life so that's my thoughts so far on discipline. Um, as always, I'm open to be convinced otherwise. I'm open for the debate and to have my mind change. Uh, but what I know for sure is that working on my muscle and working on my discipline and working on it as a skill has given me so much more freedom, so much less stress 
and given me many opportunities ahead. So I really hope there's been some value in that for you all. Um, as always, we would love it if you found this episode helpful. Please do send it on to anyone else. It's, you know, a 15, 20 minute one. Uh, so a nice, easy one to digest. Uh, also, if you could do take um, a screenshot and tag and share it on social media. Uh, and as always, reviews are really, really helpful. It helps other people to find us and increase our reach and engagement within the community as well. Um, if you have any further questions or you'd like to know more about how HEW, myself or Hetlin, can help you directly, whether it be one-on-one -on -one or with our workshops or with your team or with your business, uh, please do feel to drop us a DM and we'd love to hear how you are doing on the discipline scale over the days, weeks and months ahead. Have a great day wherever you are. Speak to you next week. Thank you for listening to the HEW podcast. For continued support, please subscribe using iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play or SoundCloud. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please leave a five-star review on your download platform. Tune in for more value and more content the same time next week.